Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. And I mean, look, we, <laughs> we have a tendency as a, as, a, as a fan base and as a group to kind of go crazy <laughs> um, during a four and four start. During my four years in, in Ben, and, and you guys know, like, you know, we've had stretches like this. And if we continue to sit here and feel depressed and upset, you know, it's not going to change, you know. And I'm not saying we're expecting this to just click at some point in time. we got to do the work. Um, but, you know, I go back to my rookie year where we started off really, really bad. And, you know, that famous Rudy tweet, like, we'll be fine. Like, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to do this. It's just a matter of when, and we can't continue this letter teams just come in and just do whatever they want and I'm I'm not worried but it's definitely something where it's like okay we gotta like we gotta do it you know and we gotta do it you know we're not gonna have the practice time to go in there and go through it we have to do it up here we have to think we have to be able to find ways to continue to to um to do the little details and it's it's, I, it's funny you say that just because you know we have that tendency to kind of you know no we're good you know like you know never too high you know never too low you know uh continue to stay even keel I'm not going to go home and, you know, stay up all night. You know, at the end of the day, get your sleep, get your, get your rest, get back and get ready for Milwaukee because if we carry these two losses into Milwaukee, this is going to happen again. They're, they're, you know, they're a talented team. You know, we have to be ready for, for that and make the adjustments, you know, and that's, that's it. We look at ourselves and we're go ahead and do that. But I don't think it's a moment where we can say, like, freak out. I'm like, oh, my God, it's, it's eight games. You know, it hasn't been the greatest eight games, I will say. But we can fix this and we will fix this. It's just a matter of when we're going to do it and how. All right, Gordon, that was Donovan Mitchell from last night. Uh, the Jazz lose to the Knicks 112-100. to And I wanted to play that particular uh, sound clip, Gordon, because it really jumped out uh, during excuse me, during his uh, postgame. And he was responding to a question from our friend Ben Anderson from uh, KSL Sports and uh, asking about this team, this Utah Jazz team habit of starting seasons slowly. And I thought we what we heard from Donovan right there was a pivot from what we've heard after um, previous games this season, where he's been really irritated with himself and how they've played, here he takes a different perspective where he says, we've been here before, we're, we're staying calm, we know we uh, can round into form, kind of a – I thought it was interesting because it was – it was less of we got a you know urgency. We're playing badly. We got to fix it. And it was more like okay, we got to stay calm. We got to put it behind us. We got to figure it out. We've been here before. We know how uh, we've got to find ourselves, and things will get better. I I don't know if there's anything to read into that. I just found it interesting that it was a different vibe than we've heard from Donovan after previous difficult losses this year. Well, he tried it one way, and now he's trying it the other way. Yeah, maybe. I just I I think I, both are but there's truth in both even though they seem diametrically opposed but uh, I mean if you if you're losing games the way the Jazz lost that game last night and heaven forbid if they lose more games the way they did against the Nets uh then it is going to be a horrific miserable season. And when you get into those kinds of uh skids if you don't uh if you don't you know, sort of buck up the spirits of your team, then you're just going to go into a nosedive. There, there is a time to complain and yell and scream, and there is a time, if you're on a team anyway, if you're a team leader, to to rally everybody up and not bury them time after time after time. So 
Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot to feel real good about in these last couple of games. I mean, that uh, it, it's not good stuff. And Donovan knows that, but he doesn't want to bury his team. So that's why I tried it this way, I think. But let's, I mean, there are some commonalities here. We keep, we've seen it now two games in a row where the Jazz shoot a poor field goal percentage, they get out-rebounded, and they have more turnovers than their opponent. That's going to get you beat, especially on the road. And when your top scorers, uh, Mitchell, uh, uh, Bogdanovich, Conley, go 13 of 47 from the field, you're just not going to win. You can't win like that, especially when your opponent is shooting better than 50%. And there's a whole lot involved in that, a lot of layers to what I just said that, Jake, I'm sure you talked about last night. And and well, we can talk about it more now. But uh, the Jazz can't abide having their top scorers extremely inefficient from the field. I mean, Rudy Gobert was his normal seven and nine, and so that helps buck up the uh, shooting percentage of forty four percent. But look at what Bogdanovich did: two of ten. Look at what Mike Conley did: three of fourteen. Look at what Mitchell has done. We've seen this a bunch this year so far: eight of twenty three. Two of ten from three. One of seven from three from Bogdanovich. What was it for Conley? O of six. I mean, that just is not going to get it done. That's going to get you beat every single time. And so those guys have to figure out how to make it better. I mean, what am I supposed to say about Donovan Mitchell shooting eight of 23? I mean, what, 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 what can I say to him? Or what can you and I conclude from that? What advice can we impart to him? you got to shoot better. Well, <laughs> how does that happen? How does that happen, Jake? Um, I, I'm not so sure, Gordon. You, you hit on a number of things I'd like to, like to comment on real quick. Um, the, the, wasn't, the, it, the hard part about this game is the first half was very good, particularly yeah. from a bench perspective. Um, so it, it's different from the Nets game in that way, which I thought actually made it a little more difficult to watch because they blew an 18-point lead. They right. led by 18 points at one point in the second quarter and actually looked uh, pretty good on both sides of the ball. The, the surprising part about this game to me, Gordon, uh, is the way that the entire starting lineup, and you alluded to this, by the way. I'm, I'm kind of trying to back what you, were, what you were getting into. The whole starting lineup disappeared all at the same time. And we haven't really seen that that often from this team. And and I think the point of having all this, you know, quote-unquote firepower is that, you know, if somebody like Donovan, and you mentioned his shooting, is is not shooting well, well, there's somebody else who's out there canning shots. And your five guys that you can on, your starting five, and I'm not trying to disrespect Ingles or, or, or Clarkson because both of those guys actually had a pretty decent game. Yeah, but But the starting five just disappeared. They were just gone. I mean, that third quarter, I've, I've – I haven't seen that very often, and it, and it really surprised me. And then the other thing I'll add, Gordon, is is I know you know we look at the uh, the field goal percentage was forty four percent. I mean, eh, you know they didn't shoot that well from three, but I think they lost the game once again. And maybe this is just how I'm view- viewing this Jazz team, but I think they lost the game once again on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, Alfred W. Payton, yes, goes ten of fifteen for twenty two points and eight assists. Now, no, no disrespect to our guy, Alfred Payton, but he's not Kyrie Irving. 
You no. look at the game that Kyrie Irving had, and you say, well, you know, he's one of the best playmakers in the entire league. I mean, he's probably the best ball handler, and he does that to a lot of teams. Alfred Payton doesn't. I mean, he's, about, he's a good or, player, but he's he's not that. And they they could not stay in front of him. And then Austin Rivers finished yeah. the job in the fourth quarter. And, they, yeah. they, I mean, he hit a prayer or two. But it's not like they were putting up much resistance. But uh, it, it, gets back to what, it gets back to what we were talking about, about do you get the ball to the hot shooter? And Austin Rivers beat the Jazz badly down the stretch. I mean, and they were getting, they were smart enough to get him the ball if he was feeling it. So he was jacking it up and he was making it. And he was punishing the Jazz and the Jazz couldn't keep up. They stumbled around. And, and, and your, your point about defense, Jake, and you, you've been stressing that and for good reason. Bogdanovich is not a good defensive player. Mike Conley, mm, you've brought that up a lot of times. He's diminutive. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, not a great defender. And when those guys are not great defenders and they're <laughs> shooting a combined 13 of 47, th- then, okay, they're not good offenders either. either. I mean, what are you going to do? Well, you shouldn't have to be trading buckets with Alfred Payton. Because yeah. that's that's he scored every time he touched the ball pretty much in the third quarter. And, that's, and I'm Austin exaggerating, Rivers, like but you said, yeah. Austin Rivers was just money down the stretch, and the Jazz could not match that. So <laughs> what we're saying here is that there are problems offensively and defensively. Right, yeah. but I, I think the most frustrating part of that game was you saw both teams in that one game. In the first half, you saw yeah. some, some good play, particularly from the bench, and they looked good. They held them to 44 points, which is which is very nice defensively. And then the second half looked like a completely different team. And I, I don't know how that I don't know how that happens. That's the that's the great mystery of this season. Well, it's the Quinn, same team that played like it did against San Antonio is the same team that played like it did against Minnesota. We well, Quinn uses the F word focus. He, he used that again last night, and I don't know. That probably encompasses a whole lot of things, but that gets we're 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 going back and forth between the mental and the physical. And it's combining to doom the Jazz. And that's what happened. A 30-point flip? The Jazz are up 18 and they lose by 12? Uh, That's (laughs) something's wrong. Yeah, Something's wrong. They blew it. And Donovan, he he wanted to keep it positive last night, but they they have serious things that they need to address in order for them to be what, what, what it is they hope to be. And right now, that ain't it. I mean, like I said, I mean, the numbers tell the story in this game. And you, you divvied it up nicely from the first half to the second. But when those scores, your paid scores, are not scoring efficiently, you're in trouble. And when they all do it at the same time, as you pointed out, you're in real trouble. And you let a team like the Knicks come back on you. It, it, at this point in time, when we watch the Jazz, you, you think, okay, they're they're either going to fall behind like they did against the Nets, or even if they get a big lead, you, you don't trust it right now for probably the reasons that you were pointing out. And that's got to change. That's got to change, or else this is going to be a long season for the Jazz. Now, you say the Knicks so disparagingly. I do think the Knicks are a little better this year and and have played better. But with that said, they weren't really even running anything offensively. I mean, it's not like that was some magic offense that the Jazz just could not figure it out. I mean, they were getting beat one-on-one, and it was kind of like a pickup ball in a way. But that Knicks, Knicks team is, is better with a, a more disciplined coach, I think. 
with Tom yeah. Thibodeau. Uh, yeah. They're they're a better team than they've been. This is not the hapless Knicks of Isaiah Thomas. I don't think. I think they'll challenge for a playoff spot in the East. So it's not as uh, humiliating a defeat as it once was, but uh, not good. Especially you know you have a team down 18 points in the second quarter. You know you should probably figure out a way to keep that going. Who's got more talent, the Jazz or the Knicks? The Jazz. They should win. Well, yeah, but I mean, this is the NBA, Gordon. It doesn't I always know. come down to that. I know. Yeah, you should win a game. You're up by 18 in the second quarter. I mean, there are a lot yeah. of things you can say. I mean, that was that's why that was a tough pill to swallow last night because that's not a game they should have lost for a variety of reasons. And I don't know if it's just focus. I'm not so sure. I mean, I I know that's a. I'm sure Quinn is telling his team that, and I'm I'm sure that's one of those things, you know. But. Um, it's also like, you know, what I tell myself on the golf game. and you, <laughs> there's, I think there's more to it than that, I guess. Well, your best player was a minus 20 last night. Yeah, well, the whole starting lineup was in, in the minus big time. Yes. The bench was all in the plus, by the way. But, you know, plus minus is a weird stat. But I know. I, probably... I know it is. But, look, some of that is true in a game like that last night. Jazz had no business losing that game. And you're right. Essentially... I mean, down the stretch, they just handed the ball to Austin Rivers and, yeah. let, and let him shoot. And the Jazz could do nothing about it. All right, tonight, the Cougars of BYU will be taking on Gonzaga up in uh, Spokane, Gordon. And uh, it's not, uh, let's see here, tip time will be at 6.30. And I believe the game is on, uh, yeah, big ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. yeah, so it's not every day that you get to take on the number one team in the country uh, on national television, and uh, BYU gets that opportunity tonight. And they're 9-2, and two, and the Cougs are going in with some good wins. Gordon, we, we talked about the San Diego State win, uh, which was good. Utah State, that, that win is, uh, is looking better and better uh, as Utah State is playing really good basketball right now. But if you look at what Gonzaga, who's 10-0, what they've done so far, it's nothing short of remarkable. They've got wins over Kansas, Auburn, West Virginia, unfortunately, the game against Baylor was was canceled, which is which is too bad. But uh, they beat Iowa, and this is the one that really stood out to me, Gordon. And I I, I knew they had beaten UVA, but it wasn't until I kind of dug back into it a little bit that I realized how they beat them. They beat them ninety eight to seventy five. They put up huh. ninety eight points <laughs> on the most boring, slow, defensive oriented team in the entire country. I mean, if you've ever watched UVA play basketball, it's amazing that either team gets to fifty points. I mean, that's just the way that they play. And for Gonzaga to put up ninety eight points on UVA, that just totally jumps off the page to me. This might be, and you mentioned this a little bit yesterday, Gordo, this might be the, I hate saying this, but the best Gonzaga team we've seen during Mark Few's run there. I mean, they are really good. Yeah, they are. And uh, th- you know what that suggests to me is just that the team is capable of imposing its will on its opponent, regardless of how its opponent plays. And, uh, you know, I was at, I covered that game last year when the uh, Cougars were able to beat Gonzaga. And I think it's a tall order this time, it, really a difficult one. But uh, the Cougars have had some nice players uh, playing. Uh, Barcelo is playing out of his mind. He's very right good, now. yeah, 100%. And I, I mean, don't know if I was – what's that, sorry? What is he, 6'2", and he's uh, shooting like 60% from the floor and – Doing all kinds of very nice things for the Cougars, and uh, yeah, he. he uh, when you have good guards, when you have guards who can play, it certainly does help your cause. When you're going up against uh, a buzzsaw like the Cougars will face tonight, 
Uh, I, 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 I don't see a way for BYU to beat this Gonzaga team, but, I mean, they do have some talent. They do, and they have done it before up there. Um, so I, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying the Cougars have no chance, but the, but Gonzaga, this is a this is a really good uh, Gonzaga team. It wouldn't surprise me if they went undefeated because uh, I don't oh, yeah, know if the anybody. Best team in the country. I haven't seen anybody anywhere near as good as them. They're favored by 17 tonight, oh, which is geez. a huge number. God, so I you might... got what are they? What are they? Ten and zero. Ten and going up, going up against nine and two BYU, and they're seventeen point favorites. That's madness. That's crazy. Oof. I I might think of uh, taking the Cougs on that. That's a huge number. What would you do if you were Mark Pope? Would you just would you try and slow the game down? What I mean, what what do you do against that kind of town? Um, make call, make every shot. <laughs> Man, slow slow the game down and concentrate on defense because the, the Zags will blow you out. I mean, they'll yeah. score a zillion points. I mean, you've got to figure out a way to to limit what they do offensively, I guess. You know, probably the answer, Gordon, is, is the ultimate equalizer in basketball these days, and that's the three-point shot. They probably have to be red hot from three. Well, <laughs> I, it'll be fun to watch, at least for a while. And, uh, and see, you know, you know, you never know. Ever since Shamanad beat uh, Ralph Sampson's Virginia team over in Hawaii, Jake, do you remember that? Was that before your time? A little before um, my time, but yeah, I know. I remember hearing about those Ralph Sampson UVA teams. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, when that happened, I thought, okay. And, and when uh, you remember when uh, Villanova beat Georgetown? I mean, nobody gave them a chance in the national championship game and they found a way so maybe there is a way to get it done but not the way not the way to bet maybe the way to bet if you're getting 17 points like you said so well they beat the are you gonna call your bookie oh man 17's a a, a big number and i don't have a bookie thank you but do you that's right no nope okay you don't sound very convincing there but okay is there anybody on our staff that has a bookie I don't think so. I don't know. I, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but this uh, this Gonzaga Gonzaga team beat sixth ranked Kansas by twelve. They beat uh, let's see here eleventh ranked West Virginia by uh, five. Third ranked Iowa they beat by eleven. Uh, then I mentioned UVA so ninety eight to seventy five. UVA uh, currently ranked sixteenth. So you you know. They they've beat some ranked teams. I mean, they. Where were those? Where were those games played, Jake? Were those any of those on the road? Uh, da, 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 da. well, you never know what's neutral these days, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah, they move it around. But obviously, playing at Gonzaga, I mean, that's makes it that much more difficult. Although I don't know how many fans they allow in. Do you know? Uh, I would guess none, considering it's uh, uh, Washington. But I really have no idea. Yeah, Austin. I don't know. If there are any, it's it's hardly any, I would guess. Yeah. Might make it a little different. Uh, Gonzaga, by the way, number one in Ken Palm as well. Um, let's see where BYU is. in. The Ken latest Palm I has, see on this, Ken by the way. Ken Palm has BYU uh, rated, uh, I think. Uh, a I, spot I think above Utah, yeah. 68, yeah. Utah's at 69. Uh, no fans allowed is the plan this season, but you can buy a cutout of yourself and put it there. So. How much does that cost? A hundred dollars, I think. Wow. What do they do? They take your picture and plaster it on uh, some sort of thing. And per game? No, I think it's for the season. 
Perfect. Oh, well, we should do that. What, what kind of picture of uh, Gordon should we send up there? Oh, it's $70. Excuse me. You can do yourself, a friend, or a pet. The oh. fee is $35 for students, though. So, Well, let's send up a picture of Gordo, PDQ. Can you get? Uh, can you buy two or three seats and get a bigger picture? <laughs> like an oversized picture? That'd be pretty rad. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't say. We could call on air and see what their answer is. We could get uh, Gordon's. Uh, remember when he he came in in his Kermit getup with the with the green? We could get that going. Oh, I've got uh, yeah, I've got a whole album on my phone. Oh yeah, the the man in the yellow hat one was my favorite. No, that's not that's not what I'm going for. What I'm going for is a shot of the big show. All three of uh, us. It says no group photos. So oh. man in the yellow hat photo it is. <laughs> There's no. no other choice. <laughs> there, there really Not is no other it. choice. Oh, my gosh. Stop. 38 bucks each, Jake. We can make this happen. I, I'll give you my uh, my debit card right now. <laughs> Stop it. Let's do this. For the whole season? For the number one team in the country who will be on national television well, pretty much uh, twice a week? we got to call this uh, Jim Meehan, the spokesman, because it doesn't say if it's for the whole season or just for a game. So. Because if it's the whole season, that's worth it. Just for really? a game, I don't know. That's worth it to so. get a picture it, of you. Are asked, uh, it says you are asked to wear Gonzaga gear in your picture. Oh, that's lame. Come on. Have you ever heard of anything called what the you, First Amendment, Gonzaga <laughs> University? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Are you supposed to dress your pet up? Yeah, I guess uh, so. People do do that. Put a so little you, uh, you, bulldog uh, kerchief on Freddy. Yeah. Jeez. I don't like well, we could, dictating we could, what you have to wear. Give me a break. No Oscar the Grouch shirts allowed. We could, uh, we could, uh, what do they call that? Photoshop in like a like a Gonzaga logo or something right there onto the shirt. Yeah, well, a, a be, bright yellow shirt with a Gonzaga uh, G like in the a middle. Little Gonzaga that, G. That would be that would be uh, uh, lacking character. What would be? I think it'd be the best one no, in the you don't, joint. You don't, you don't take somebody's photo and doctor it uh, against their will. Why not? Because that's uh, isn't that against some sort of ethical code? No. Have you been on the internet? I Call mean, my attorney. Memes are a thing. <laughs> okay. You're All a right. meme. The man with the yellow uh, hat picture is already a meme out there. Uh, it's a gift. Uh, yeah. that. The best of those pictures, probably the orange one. Oh, the circus peanut. <laughs> we might need to send this out again today. <laughs> maybe we no, do. Yeah, no, maybe don't we do. do. No, it's been no. a while. Our it listeners is. deserve to look, know what we're talking look, about. I was a good sport. I played along on that. There's no need to, to have perpetual punishment. That here. was not playing along. There was a lot of enthusiasm, and if memory, was if memory serves, it was, was all I, your it, idea. Because it was there, not my idea. There's no way that I thought, yeah, Gordon, you should dress in monochromatic colors for no, the next month and a I, half. That was not my idea. You're like, well, I could I, do I, this I, every day, you know, I, and then you I did. did. I did it for the good of the show. I didn't mean it to be punitive toward me from now till kingdom. How come. is it? Punitive? Because yeah. I don't want it. Jeez. Don't want it. vain. Yeah, the vanity is. is, is <laughs> okay, proud. Well, I'm, I'm I have a nice take, car. Let, let's take about five of bad pictures of you and let's post those every day. Oh, they're called the, the website pictures, and they're up already <laughs> from me. They've been up for years. I'm used to it. <laughs> oh, brother. Used to be 60 feet tall at the Megaplex. Yeah, right. Are they not doing that anymore? I don't think. I think that advertising uh, ran out. I think I I got recognized more for that than I do the radio show. 
People like, wow, you're, that... you're the guy on the on the movie screen. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but uh, and I never saw what you're talking about. But uh, it, there was those billboards they used to have of Bowler and me, and it was just our heads, and they were like floating in a white background, like like they were filled with air or something, like air balloons or something. But those were really overdone. What were really overdone? The pictures? Were, our fa- yeah, our faces were like 20 feet high. Oh. Just our face. So you're saying that the, the me being on the movie the megaplex screen is not not as cool no i'm saying they're both uh, of the same but you, you started nature. with well i haven't seen that garbage but bowler and i were no, on a, I on a billboard I, I, did, I didn't call it garbage i just can't comment on the quality of the picture because i haven't seen it so can i not honestly gordon would, would it upset you if i send this back out it just there's no need you've done it twice already you know so i'm very I, proud of it <laughs> I, honestly, I think it's a really cool thing for you to do for the show. Proud of it. Oh, man. Do and how did this want. go from something that you were super excited about to something you're ashamed of? It was, it's not something I was excited about. It's not like I'm ashamed of it. It's just that that's kind of burnt, isn't it? I mean, we did it a couple of times. I mean, we didn't dress you, you know. You you voluntarily did that. I know. I went, out of, I went out of my way to try to find... A hat that's not lost on people i don't think right well we just teased you because you came in with all green once and we we made a kermit the frog joke and you were like i could do this every day and you did (laughs) it went kermit to beetle bailey to the papa smurf to the circus peanut (laughs) all right stay tuned and then the day where it was gray or brown we couldn't oh yeah we couldn't decide that was a big uh, oh we did decide it's brown no it was gray it was 100 percent gray I want to remind you, uh, we're going to be at the warehouse coming up on Friday, uh, location in Salt Lake, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. It's the warehouse. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.